You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hi, this is Steven from Geek Elite Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candice, a hairstylist that will work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candice was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts by Candice 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can. Hey, Mitch! I'd like everybody to welcome uh, Jen to the podcast today. I am here talking with her. She is a uh, moderator for Richard's uh, Twitch channel, which if you know, you, if you listen to our, our podcast channel, Richard does the Mitch and Rich show with myself. We talk about movies, but he is also a avid gamer. And uh, I wanted to know what being a Twitch gamer is, or at least on the technical side or uh, other side of, of Twitch gaming. So he introduced me to his moderator, Jen. Hello. Hi. How how you doing today? Pretty good. How about yourself? Oh, it's uh it's been a it's been a pretty good day so far. So I just I have to mm-hmm. get ready for work after this. It's a a different type of <laughs> shift for me tonight. So it's going to be interesting. But um yeah, what is it? How long have you been doing the moderating for for uh, you, as you call him, Rye? Yeah, Rye. Uh, I've been modding for Rye. I would say just a little bit over a year. Okay. Um, he, the first sword, and we call it a sword because when you're on Twitch and you become a moderator, you get a sword icon at Twitch. And so the first sword that I accumulated was actually from our mutual friend Joviticus who streams. And then through him, I think Rai saw that I could be a mod for him as well and just kind of progressed into this whole entire thing. But yeah, I've been modding for a little bit over a year now. And so you do it for more than just one person? I mod for 10 people now. 10 people? Now, is that a <laughs> lot of coordinating schedules? Like how, how do you do 10 people, uh, 10 different channels? Uh, yes, it's often I have like, I think my record is having seven streams up at once (laughs) (laughs) and just like, you know, having like the more active channels, like a little bit higher than the others or, you know, if I'm really invested in a channel, I will make sure that one's more prominent or something. And it's just, you know, trying to multitask and, you know, listening to my streamer or, if there's somebody who really, really needs me, I will set aside everybody else's and just let them know, sorry, guys, I need to be here tonight or whatever it is. Okay. So then when, when a streamer's online and, and doing their thing, what is it that entail? What What does your job entail? What are your duties? Um, For the most part, you know, thankfully, the streams that I've been a part of, we haven't run into any toxic, too much negative feedback or anything like that so I actually haven't I don't think I've ever banned anybody and you know you want to kind of swing that you know ban hammer you know as a moderator you know feel that power but thankfully I haven't had to use it but for the most part uh and I think this is why I think Joviticus and Ray Cohen um made me a mod is just being active in the chat keeping the conversation going you know especially if you're you know, in an intense scene in, in a game and you're fighting off all the bad guys, you know, you're not really paying attention to the chat and, you know, you don't want them to feel left out. So as a moderator, you can keep that chat flowing and make people welcome if you're having new people coming in, um, just getting the information out there. So letting them know, you know, this is Ryko Cohen's Twitter, this is Ryko Cohen's Discord channel or whatever the case may be and just you know, just being that extra hand to help them out pretty much. So, so then you're dealing with the, 
the followers directly uh, if the Twitch stream, streamer, him or herself, can't do it themselves? Yes. Um, any interesting stories so far? Like any? I mean, you said you <laughs> haven't had to ban anybody, but like anybody just get crazy in the in the mod or in, not in the mod? I'm sorry, in the chat room. No, I mean, you know, it's just always, you know, to go further into how I became part of Ray Cohen's community. Like, I've been watching Twitch for a while now, in fact, and I've always just been in the background. But there was just something about Ray Cohen, and he was, like, streaming Mass Effect 3, which I'm a huge fan of the whole entire franchise. And that's, you know, I just searched Mass Effect and saw Ray Cohen, and then I clicked in his thing, and I watched him for a few times before I actually even spoke in chat. And his chat was the first one that I ever spoke into. And just meeting all of these new people is just really cool. And um, now that Twitch has implemented the raid command where you can take your community and raid another person's channel when you're done you know, you can meet even new people. So one time, Ray Cohen was streaming Detroit Becomes Human, and um, Susie Sees, I believe it is, uh, she raided our community with, I think, over like 200-some people, and then we had 40 people in chat, and it was just insane. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, I've <laughs> never had these many people. And it was like a very surreal moment, and it was really cool, though. And... I guess, like, she had been raided by Brian DeChart, who is the voice actor in Detroit Become Human. So it was just kind of like this gift of raiding and bringing each other's communities into smaller communities and just becoming new friends. It's it's really great. So, okay. So then, uh, obviously, yeah, the community inside Twitch streaming is, is a big, important part. How uh, How important is it to reciprocate stuff like that like the, the the raids that you were talking about yeah i mean you know not everybody is comfortable using the raids just because you know you are bringing whoever is still there because you have an opportunity to to leave the raid you don't have to go with them and so people who don't have that many people going they don't feel necess necessarily raiding people they, they'll just host them up um but I know that Raikon and a few other streamers, they always try to send them to somebody who they know is a great streamer, somebody who has the same idealistics and who it has that welcoming um, environment. So I know that raids can be a great tool to meeting other new communities, but it's also a way to keep our own community whole mm. and together. Okay, so then what's something that you look forward to look for when you're looking in for a new streamer to just watch, not so much to be the mod for? Um, there are uh it kind of just I kept on like going to the different people who I saw in chat and they would like mention, "Oh, I'm streaming this later on." So I'd go to them and that's how I initially found streamers and eventually became mods for. But the Honestly, I look for the game and I'm not really big into watching too many partnered streamers just because it is a very busy environment. There's a lot going on and you you don't feel the, the biggest connection. So I do try to look for smaller streamers who you can actually be a part of their community um, and get to know, you know, the other mods and see how they do their thing or however the case may be. But yeah, it's just mostly, are they playing a game that I'm interested in? Um, or if they are they come recommended by a streamer that I enjoy? Stuff like that. What, what's the, what are some of the games that you're interested in right now? I am playing a lot of Conan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm kind of obsessed with Conan. And uh, me, um, Ry Cohen, and our friend Haltrek, we kind of started building together and we had like this little settlement and um we just help each other build and then another friend of ours Jovidicus, who has joined us in our little community and then we have briz and divide i mean it's a great game to be able to play with your whole entire community you can buy your own server so it's private and you can invite people to and you can just 
um, either right now our server is PVE, so we're not fighting each other or anything like that. But we have talked about having like a war night where we will switch it to a PVP server for one night and we'll have like a designated war ground where we can just kill each other. But <laughs> we haven't done that yet. We're just still building. But it's a, it's a fun, grindy game in a way. It's Minecraft for adults, as Joke Viticus would say. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. So is that the type of game, like the genre of game that you're usually into, or do you do all types like uh, first person shooters and fighters and stuff like that? Or Actually, yeah. I mean, I actually didn't play many survivalist games before Ark and um, Briz, uh, actually for Brizway Gaming, um, introduced me to that game and I fell in love with it and because I hated Minecraft, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I thought it was so boring. And like my daughter, she loves Minecraft. And I feel so bad because I don't play with her because <laughs> it's so boring to me. But uh, for whatever reason, I think it's the dinosaurs and having to tame all of them, it, it attracted me. But no, my usual go-to game is a solid RPG game um, or a first-person shooter. Like uh, the first the game that really has a special place in my heart uh, that got me back to the game, because I used to game a lot when I was, like, little on the N64 or, you know, even the Sega and stuff. But, you know, growing up, being a girl, boys came into the picture, and I kind of put the games down. And then all of a sudden, all my friends started talking about Halo <laughs> and how great Halo is. And I started playing, and I... I was like, this is amazing. And that got me back into the gaming uh, community. And then from there, I found um, Dragon Age and fell in love with that game and the characters. And then, of course, the people who made Dragon Age Bioware made Mass Effect. And then that just launched me into this whole new universe. And I just love the whole entire uh, franchise. Oh. Okay. Uh, so then I guess that was the, I guess that was my next question was going to be what, what's like uh, the first game that you ever picked up, but. Yeah. Halo is probably the, the first game where I actually got really deep into it and the lore and stuff where, you know, Banjo-Kazooie and, you know, Street Fighter and stuff like that, you know, you just kind of play to play, but, <laughs> you know. So then what was the first uh, game that you went to look up in, in Twitch? Do you remember? Um, I do. So <laughs> the only reason why I downloaded Twitch was because my best friend, he <laughs> he was just like, come over to my house. Uh, we're going to hang out. And I was just like, okay. And I didn't realize hanging out meant watching a Dota 2 tournament. Okay. And... <laughs> If you're familiar with Dota 2, it's it's an intense game. It has a very huge following. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is this is the lamest thing ever. But then <laughs> I got really into it and I was just like, oh, who's gonna win? And like I had to leave the next day and I downloaded Twitch so I could watch the rest of the tournament. And since then it was just like, you know, finding other games that I watched and just finding other communities but like i said like i the only one that really spoke out to me and was ry cohen's for whatever reason and here i am today because of that <laughs> so then what what was it like okay so then how did you come about modding your first game uh twitch streamer <laughs> um well joviticus kept on hinting and i was assuming it was gonna be become a mod but a lot of times it's just like oh, yeah, I needed to do this. And then, the you know, you'll hear them clicking away at their computer. And then they're like, boom. And then they'll say, say something, Jen. And then I'll say something. And then I have my sword icon. <laughs> um, that's happened so many times. Um, but it was, you know, I was there for every stream of Joviticus's because he was streaming Mass Effect as well. Mm -hmm. I think he was streaming Mass Effect 2 where Rai Cohen was on Mass Effect 3. And um, 
because I've played that game so many times, I was able to like help them out, give them hints if they wanted to have hints. And because I was there all the time, you know, he just felt that it's a nice reward for your for your uh, followers that keep on coming back to become a mod. Um, and he just he said that one of the reasons why he wanted to be part of his team is because I was always welcoming people in and friendly. And that's, you know, you, you can have different types of mods and each person can have a different role. You know, you could have like the more technical mod who is like always can like change a command on the fly or who can, you know, send out a tweet if you need to or anything like that. Or you can have your more welcoming mods who are just there to keep that chat flowing, uh, that welcoming presence in your community. And I think that's really the reason why they brought me on because I can be a little bit of a chatty Kathy. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, um, you know, what is it that you're looking for in a streamer that you want to mod? I mean, I sure, I'm sure at this point with as many you're doing, you don't want to do any more, but. Yeah. Like I've, I've had to tell people that I'm sorry, I can't mod. I have way too many other people that I mod for unfortunately, but I've let them know that, you know, if you have any questions, I'm here, but really I can't be there, you know, realistically for you. Um, but honestly, it's just how they treat their audience, um, what kind of games, you know, they're playing, because um, if I can't contribute in that sense, I don't think necessarily I'm a good fit. Mm -hmm. um, and them you know like i you know you you develop a personality i guess you could say you 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 develop your own sense within your community and being accepted by somebody and being seen and that's just great so you know being able to click with your streamer is important too cuz you know you you can have a very close relationship where you're you know, you're you're talking to them every single day or, you know, if something happens and you need to let the community know what's going on um, to have that close relationship. So you definitely need to find a streamer that you can be comfortable with, essentially. Okay, so how much outside of the actual stream are you and the streamer communicating to strategize or schedule and stuff like that? It depends on the streamer. Um, you know, some people are more gung ho on what they want to their channel to be. You know, do they are they really pushing for that growth and growing their community, or are they more laid back? Whereas, you know, I'll turn on that camera whenever I want to and hit that live button. Um, it just really depends like some streamers I mod for we have meetings every single week or at least we try to have meetings every single week because you know life happens mm -hmm. and others it's just like a hey do you have a quick minute let's chat real quick or whatever the case may be and I mean how how intense is scheduling or or uh, strategizing on on your guys's part it's actually not too bad because we're all from different time zones. Uh -huh. so I guess that you would think that would make it more complicated, but it's easier to stagger out, I guess. And, um, you know, some of them are later than others. Some of them are earlier than others. So it's just, it somehow just always works out. <laughs> <laughs> Is it usually through emails and stuff like that or direct messages or, or are you guys actually talking not so much face-to-face, -face, but like in live chat. It's a mix, um, but I know that we use Discord a lot. I mean, Discord has been a great tool for those meetings, um, whether if it's just chatting in a, you know, mod safety uh, channel where only the mods and the streamer can be in, or whether it's... Um, it's a voice channel that's very similar where you can only enter it or even see it if you have um, a certain role. Um, and then, you know, occasionally um, we'll chat privately, but, you know, 
you you want to be transparent as you can. You don't want to, you know, not necessarily have a favorite mod or whatever, but you want to be transparent, I think, to have a good, healthy team. So we try to do everything together. Um, and yeah, if we just, Discord is the bomb diggity. <laughs> so are there channels with multiple mods? Yeah, um, Ry Cohen has two mods right now. Um, uh, the Devil's Gamer's Room is the other mod. And I, I'm sure there's like, I think it's the Devil's Gamer's Room or something like that. I don't know. I call him the Iron Devil. I'm a very nickname type of person. <laughs> so like, even if you tell me your real name in IRL, I'm going to still use your nickname. <laughs> and I will forget your real name. So, um, but yeah, he, Rai has two mods, myself and the Devil's Gamers Room. And, uh, you know, we, I, I adore Devil. You know, I think we have a good, you know, we can have a good banter going on and stuff. And that's a, another thing, you know, n not necessarily only looking for a streamer who you can get along with, but also the other mods and stuff. Because I know... Um, some streamers, it's called like a mod wall where you pretty much, you have like a whole bunch of different mods. And uh, if you don't, you know, click with them, it can, you know, obviously hinder your team. And do you, uh, do you guys work, you and the Devil's Gamers Room, is is that you working together on, uh, like at the same time on uh, Rykon's Twitch channel? Or is it you, if one person can't be, the other one's there kind of thing? Um, it's, Rykoen doesn't put pressure on his mods to always be there, so it's whenever we can, but most of the time, me and Devil can, so okay. we're both there, <laughs> and, you know, and enjoying the stream together, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, we let each other know, you know, I'll be right back, or, you know, just so we know that nobody's there, um, to mod the channel, um, or if, uh, you know, we'll let Ryan know that, okay, you have no mods. You're going to have to do this all by yourself. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we always try to um, have good communications. And within Twitch, you know, there's you can have different chat rooms. You usually have your general chat where anybody can come in. And then you can have a mod chat room where, you know, if something needs to be said, you can have it private, um, or you can even have a sub chat room where if you're subbed to the guy or girl that's streaming, you can um, have your own little private chat as well with other subs. And what what do you... There's definitely a lot of different tools to it, communicate. It does sound like there are a lot of different tools. Um, when you're uh, modding and interacting with uh, followers and stuff like that, what kind of... How does how does incentives and stuff like that work for for followers? So, um, with Ry Cohen's channel, you know, we have a very close knit community. So when somebody new comes into the channel, it's very apparent. Like we can definitely, uh, you know, we'll say we'll notice that they're not familiar or whatever. So we always welcome them in um, if they have any questions. Uh, if Rye is too busy to answer the questions, me and Devil are there to answer them for him. Um, we, um, for instance, another channel I mod for, he has certain commands that he has set up specifically for somebody new. So if somebody new or follows, uh, we can type in a schedule command and it automatically brings up his schedule. Um, and there's... A whole bunch of different things that you can do um, for Ry Cohen's channel. He has like this boss <laughs> uh, command that you can launch where if you type in a certain command, you can like fight off this boss and it has like this little mini story and at random you can collect points and stuff. So it's really cool and you can use those points to do sound commands and uh, you know, so if Rai dies, you can have, you know, Darth Vader in the background saying no or <laughs> something like that. And it's a great way to get your community involved with the game. Um, it's a great way to uh, 
you know, reward your community too, because the longer you're there in chat, the more points you accumulate. So the more sound commands you can use or um, whatever the case may be. That's a, that sounds like an interesting uh, add on to the, ch the channel. Like, yeah. Is there anything that in particular that you would like to see implemented, not so much on, on Rykoen's channel, but just on in Twitch in general? Is there any uh, shortcomings that you've, you've noticed that you think need to be corrected? Well, for one thing, the, their mobile app, and I am sure everyone has ran into the mobile woes. It just needs serious work. Like it will, the lag is so serious. I can have my stream going on my computer and then my daughter will be watching to the side on her phone and there's like a good 30 second lag or um, it crashes or it doesn't notify you that somebody's live. I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that they need to fine tune in their mobile app. Um, but besides that, there's, they've talked about a whole bunch of different things um, at the last TwitchCon that they want to implement. And one of the things that I think out of uh, all the communities that I'm a part of is having these squad streams where you they have their own um, multi-channel live service. Because like, you can do multi-streams through third parties. And there's only a few of them where I've actually seen where you can have two chats up or however many chats you need up. And you can interact that way, but from for Twitch to get their own um, launch on this multi-stream would be amazing to be able to have even just one chat with all of them to so you can be have all your communities combined. That would be great with you know when you have all of your um, different streamers up. That would be amazing. And because right now you know you kind of it's still separate from each other. Mm -hmm. And um, it would just be great to be able to have your whole entire squad there because we do a lot of squad ups. I mean, I've joined Ry Cohen a whole bunch of times in Anthem or Conan. Um, we've talked about Borderlands that we want to be uh, squatted up in. And it would just be great to have all of our other community members that stream to be part of it. That would just be awesome. Oh, that sounds, uh, yeah, it sounds like it would be a great implement. Uh, how about for uh, Rykoen's tw uh, channel, Twitch channel, what, what, would, what would be <laughs> something you would like to see him implement in the future that he doesn't do yet? That you, maybe streams. you've seen on more streams, <laughs> more streams. So right, right, what, he only right. streams twice a week. <laughs> What, but that's understandable. He's a busy dude. So what? Uh, what? I mean, what do you see from other streamers? How often do they do? Um, I think a solid number is like four, four times a week. Um, but I, I don't know. Like it, it just really it, the two days work for Ryko, and you know, I mean, because he doesn't stream so often, you you're kind of anticipating that day you know what i mean mm -hmm. you know you get excited it's a wednesday or a sunday that he streams or whatever the case may be so i mean i think that works in his favor too but um you know it's it's really knowing your audience uh i was watching a, a streamer um a while ago who was and he's a partner um he was streaming and he noticed that his chat wasn't as active. He's like, where are you guys and stuff? And then somebody pointed out that he, this wasn't his normal time, that everybody, like a lot of his stream or his followers were probably still in school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's just knowing your audience and making sure you can, you know, fit there. I mean, when you have a schedule, obviously uh, it's important to keep that schedule because that's when we expect you to be there. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just actually, um, this week, somebody was just like, are you okay? I haven't seen you stream in a while. And it's just like, you know, life. Yeah. So I can't right. stream, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's funny how you just, you know, 
the streams have become an important part of your life. It's like a that inner clock that you have. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Who do you think is someone that's at the top of their game uh, as a Twitch streamer right now? Um, I mean, I, I'm obviously a little biased for the people who I mod for, so I'm going to leave them out because I love them. And I'm obviously going to say that they're all amazing. But um, I really enjoy um, excessive profanity. Uh, so in the name, you're going to ex- you're going <laughs> to mature. <laughs> it's a mature stream, guys. So stay out of there if you're not 18. Um, but he, I just enjoy the games that he plays. He has a wonderful viewpoint um, when he evaluates a game. Uh, he He's a very straightforward type of person. So, you know, he does not allow uh, people backseating whatsoever. So, like, even if, you know, you're like, oh, you missed something or something like that, he he's like, don't tell me I missed something. Like, I I don't want to know that. Or even like, oh, this next part is so exciting. He's like, well, now you're changing my viewpoint. I'm expecting something now to be exciting. You're changing that for me. So, please don't. And he's very strict about that. And because a lot of times streamers, you know, they're a little bit more lenient. You know, they, they'll, like, remind you, like, oh, don't backseat or whatever. But he's very strict. Um, and he's, you know, and it's not just, he doesn't just talk about games. He talks about politics or just society in general. I mean, it's, his streams are very, uh, fun and interesting to watch. How long does it usually go? Sorry, what was that? Oh, sorry. How, how long do his streams usually go? Um, he lives in Australia. Um, so I watch him during the day. So I think he starts like at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Arizona time. Uh, and then uh, he can go on to like the mid-afternoon. I mean, he's one of those streamers that can like six, eight hours solid. Um, and normally, like I would say the normal thing, time for streamers four hours you want to try to get in at least four hours um but yeah he's uh six to eight and then sometimes without planning to do it i mean he he is the type of streamer that will you know if he's not feeling it he's just going to shut it down or if he's really enjoying the game uh he's going to play for as long as he can keep his eyes open and you know there's been like 12 to 14 hour streams i think where it wasn't planned he just couldn't put the game down or he was just having too much fun, you know, running around killing bad guys or whatever the case may be. <laughs> uh, okay. So what game right now do you see is the popular game that's on, that's being streamed? Um, there was a big hype for division two. Uh, there, I've seen a lot of people play division two. Uh, I played it I haven't played very much of it. Like, I think I'm maybe three hours into it. It's fun. Um, it's, it definitely, I didn't play Division One, so this is all kind of, you know, hearsay. So it's other people's opinions, not really mine. Um, but they definitely see the improvements, the, and they feel like it honors the Division One. Um but yeah, I've been hearing great things about Division Two. Uh, another one is Sekiro. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one that um, Cody Excessive Profanity is playing right now, and he can't stop playing it. Um, it's being compared to like Dark Souls and as far as difficulty and stuff. But it's set in like ancient Japan or what you know what we can see as ancient Japan. I don't know if it's actual Japan, but um, it's it, that game. It just looks beautiful. <laughs> uh, and the gameplay is supposed to be amazing. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people play that though. And I really want to get that game. <laughs> I probably will never finish it cause it's so hard, but it looks amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. And then what, what, 
do you have an idea of the future? What what's going to be the next big game? Um, I don't know. Uh, I know that there was a lot of hype for Borderlands Three. Like people got super excited about that, and that's why I think a lot of people have been picking up, uh, are replaying the other Borderlands right now, mm-hmm. um, just because of that announcement. So a lot of people are excited for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure. I mean, the great thing about being a part of uh, the communities that I am, like, I honestly are playing the games that the streamers are playing just because, you know, you see them having fun. So you just kind of want to be a part of it. So if they're, if my streamers aren't playing it, usually I don't even know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So then you uh, were talking, you know, for a streamer, what is the, the right amount of equipment? What's the type of equipment that a up and coming streamer would want to, to start off? So I will say this, like you do not need to have a camera. So many people feel pressured to have a camera and to, you know, be seen that way. Um, But I have streamers who don't use a camera and it's just as fun. So don't ever feel the pressure to get that camera, guys. Uh, Don't let people pressure you into you know, exposing yourself in a way that you do not feel comfortable with. Uh, the most important thing is making sure you have a good mic so we can obviously hear you, uh, making sure you have the internet connection to be able to uh, stream and not drop frames, um, and, you know, the right rig, you know, making sure you have a good GPU to handle it, getting all the specs from the game to make sure, you know, your rig is um, up to par. Um, but yeah, just as far as equipment goes, you know, I know people who just stream off of their PS4 or their Xbox and they'll just use, you know, a regular gaming headset and there you go. That's all they do. Um, it's whatever you feel comfortable with. And obviously, lots of equipment can be pricey. So, you can always, you know, build to what you want to be. I mean, it's good. It's a great way to set goals for yourself um, to get to that next level. And you can even share that with your community, you know, saying, you know, I'm at this point of uh, streaming. Let's, you know, help me get there to the next point. I mean, it's whatever you feel comfortable with. Just making sure, though, that you're being able to communicate with your followers and your viewers and uh, making sure that the game is playable and uh, being able to be seen by your viewers is, I would say, the most important thing. What uh, Do you have a recommendation for a microphone? Because the one you're using sounds pretty great. <laughs> I got this uh, recommended by Ry Cohen. Uh, it's a Razer Siren. And I'm really excited that you said that because you're the second person today that has said that my microphone sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm really excited. Uh, but yeah, I am using the Razer Siren. Um, and it's great so far. <laughs> what's the, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, what's the price point on that? Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you because it was a gift. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So I'm sure anybody can go find it online though. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, any other advice for up and coming so, or someone trying to, to become a, a Twitch streamer? Like what, I mean, what would you Stream. want? To, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, uh, there's a clip of our friend Ray Cohen and it's him singing Stream For You in the tune of, you know, uh, if you're happy and you know it, I think. I don't remember. <laughs> but the message is, is that you need to stream for yourself. So if you're not happy with streaming, then don't hit that live button. I mean, you know, you need to definitely feel it for yourself. You don't feel you you shouldn't let your viewers dictate on what you want to stream like to the sense of you know 
if they're being so negative, don't let it affect you. Um, and don't feel the pressure to always be there. I mean, if you need that hiatus, take that hiatus. Or if you, uh, or in the other way around, if you just need to feel connected, if you need to be surrounded by a community that loves you, turn on that live thing and just chat. You'd be surprised on how many streams are just chatting and, you know, um, Joviticus, he does this Java with Jovi, and it's only supposed to out last like an hour long. And in the past, it's lasted like three to four hours because we're just chatting and, you know, sharing each other's lives. And I think that's an amazing thing to, to see. Um, so, you know, definitely stream for you. Um, be happy in and self, you know, reliant and stuff just making sure that you are happy with the product that you are putting out there you know i mean if you again with with the camera or something like that if you don't want to turn on the camera then don't uh it's you know it's your channel do what you want with it stream for you okay yeah social media how important is that to a, a streamer at this point? Is is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, are those important things for a Twitch streamer? I think at least I know that the most used social network would be Twitter for a streamer just because you can use all the hashtags and like and they really work because like if I forget like a hashtag Twitch or a hashtag Twitch streamer and you go into the analytics of that tweet, you can see like the difference between of how many impressions or whatever or how many people have seen that tweet. So it's a definitely a great way to, you know, spread word. And it's something that, you know, I do try to let the new viewers know about if my streamer has a tw Twitter account because they do updates, you know, oh, my stream is going to be delayed an hour or no stream today or um, what do you want me to play today? And, you know, they'll throw out a voting. Um, so I would say Twitter is something kind of essential, you know, another way to communicate with the masses and also get your channel known. Um, you can, I don't know how many people I've followed just because um, you'll see them interacting with the tweets or or they will retweet yourself. I mean, it's, it's a really cool way to be able to uh, communicate to the masses. So I'd say definitely Twitter awesome. is one. I don't know many people who use Facebook, who uses Facebook anymore. That's like <laughs> my face. I mean, if uh, if I didn't have to use it for Geek Elite Radio or Geek Elite Media, <laughs> I wouldn't use it at all. So uh, I get yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so then oh, obviously you like to geek out about video games. What what games have shaped your life other than Halo? Um, Mass Effect. Mass like, Effect. Yeah, I mean, it brought me to Rikon, it brought me to Javidicus, and, you know, through our geeky love, we've made other people stream it, um, but it's it's a great series, uh, at least one through three, Aspects Andromeda, there was issues <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, are lengthy in the issues, but, so we won't go into that, but the Mass Effect trilogy is just... An amazing story, um, and what's great about it is that it has like all of, like these different outcomes, so you can play the game over and over again, having you know different um, storylines and different interactions with the NPCs and stuff and your squad. Um, it's it's a really great great game if you're into like a story game and stuff. Um, and with I would say with each game, the combat definitely has improved it's the one thing i liked about mass effect andromeda was actually the combat it's so fun um you can upload different profiles so you can change how you play um your character if you're going to be kind of a biotic where you know you're using a force to push people away or charge into them or if you want to go straight soldier where you're you know you have a specialty in all the weapons or however you want to play. It's a great um, combat in Mass Effect Andromeda. 
which I think personally you can see a little bit of that combat in um, Anthem as well. Kind of has the same feel. Obviously, it's it's different because it's a different universe and different game. But I feel like you can see where they took a little bit what they learned in Mass Effect Andromeda and applied it to Anthem. So uh, then, what else is it that you you like to to geek out about? Do you are you a TV watcher? Are you a movie watcher? Do you read books? Do you? Uh, I do. Zip line? I do it all. Like, <laughs> I love. I love movies. I love TV. Uh, I love to read. Um, I'm a h- huge person that, you know, you got to read the book, watch the movie, and then you have to compare the two and, you know, be super judgmental. <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know, just anything that you, you can get lost in, I'm all for. Um, like, I'm a huge Joss Whedon fan. Like, I loved everything that he has put out there um especially Buffy has like a really special place in my heart (laughs) uh so yeah Buffy is a huge huge thing for me (laughs) I I mean uh, I'm right there with you and Joss Whedon has been a big influence in my life as well so that's that's great to hear um what are you what are you excited for that's coming out this year um hmm well, we have to finish, you know, Avengers with the end game. That's right. So I'm super excited about that. So <laughs> so me and Rai will talk about the MCU quite a bit. Uh, and we have very similar views in some cases. So, like, I listen to your podcast about Captain Marvel. <laughs> and in fact, like, he, he, like, literally messaged me and just, like, Jen, I did the podcast. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, send me the link. <laughs> <Just> because <laughs> we had already talked about it. And, you know, I agree with him. So it was just funny. Um, and then, like, but so I, like, listened to a few of his other MCU casts. And I was just like, okay, right. I, I adore you. And you know, me and you are usually on the same page, but uh, Black Panther, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, I know, I know. And I'm just like, dude, seriously? But yeah, uh, I'm really excited about Endgame. Um, any any theories? Do you have any theories coming up about Endgame? What's going to happen? Who's going to live? Who's going to die? I want them all to die. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, you know, I, I try not to, like, think too much into it just because, like, I avoid trailers, teaser trailers, Good. like, the plague. Because, like, I'm the same way. Like, I don't want those type of things to influence me going into a movie. Like, I want it to be, you know, raw. And I want to experience it all for the first time. So if I see every single joke that they're going to make in the movie and the trailer it's not going to be funny or it's going to set that tone for me. And I don't necessarily want that. And, uh, and then, and I feel like that's just the thing to do now in trailers mm-hmm. is just show them your whole entire movie. And then you, from the trailer, you can totally guess the end and it just drives me insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rich, Rich and I talk often about that in trailers. Trailers are, are, pretty if they're not giving away the whole movie they're totally misleading you in what type of movie it is so yeah uh, it's it's best not to watch them i try not to even though i have to post most of them whenever things come out for <laughs> for geek elite but yeah that's a that's that's a terrible thing what what about tv what are, what are you binging are you, are you binging anything lately um let's see here like i i don't have cable so we won't even go there <laughs> um I'm really excited for Game of Thrones, of course. Uh, me and a few of my friends are going to watch the premiere together, do the whole dinner and wine thing. Um, so we're excited about that. Um, I just, I'm, I'm still in the middle of it. I think I'm in the middle of the second season of Sabrina, the new Sabrina, mm-hmm. which I actually like a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> It's really dark, and that's probably why. I like it. <laughs> uh, okay, so 
I guess the one question that I, I try to ask people uh, when I think about it is if you could have one useless superpower, what would that useless superpower be? And it has to be useless. Um, knowing every single, well, I guess it's not useless, but I want to know like every single language. Like I think there's an X-Men character even that has that and they killed them. Yeah. Yeah. Cypher. Yeah. Like I, that, that's, I would love just to be able to communicate with anybody and just like, <laughs> pop that in my head and just, you know, cause again, I like to talk and <laughs> not being able to communicate with somebody would be tragic. <laughs> Well, see, then you, you have to modify it. So you, you only get to have one word out of that, out of every <laughs> language that you can, you can know and say, but, you, but only one word. What would that one word be? It can be useful now. Oh, I was going to probably be a swear word. <laughs> there you go. That's, let's see, you're staying with the useless. So if you know the one swear word in every language, that's perfect. Um. Well, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for coming on and, and talking to me and, and being a, a guest on the podcast. Um, do you have social media that you would like to give out for yourself? Or would you like to, to uh, you know, give out the Twitch channels for some of the, the people you mod for? Um, nothing for me. Cause you don't you don't need to follow me. Okay. You'll, and if you, you know, you'll see me in these other people's chats or you'll see me in their tweets or whatever, because I'm always retweeting them or responding to them. But if you're not following Ray Cohen, follow Ray Cohen. His Twitch channel is Ray Cohen one. Uh, Joviticus 85 is a great one. Um, Briz underscore TGP. Um, there's Rogue Waves, Blue Smoke. Uh, there's just so many amazing streamers out there and honestly just just explore even if you are part of this one community and you just see somebody that keeps on coming back check them out i mean if they if they're there for the same reason you are you probably have something very from you know in common and you know get to know that person meet new people socialize yay through the digital age <laughs> that's right come to the digital uh common ground <laughs> the digital uh town square that's what it's called this has been hey mitch on the geekly media network saying always remember to geek out, geek out. we now return you to your regularly scheduled program Hi, this is Steven from Geek Elite Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candice, a hairstylist that'll work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candice was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts by Candice 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can.